the next time you start to get anxious or worried or fearful, think about the fact that you are made for faith and not fear. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Hi, welcome to In Grace on this last day of November. This is Jim Scudder. We're continuing in a mini-series called Overcoming Fear, Worry, and Insecurity. Uh, Today, we're going to talk about how much greater we are than the birds, as we talked about last time. And that's what Jesus said. He said, hey, the the fowls of the air, they don't sow, they don't reap, they don't gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? And today we're going to pick up on that theme and continue in Matthew 6 and talk about how we can't add one inch to our height. There are certain things that God has done. He made the lilies of the field and and they grow and they don't toil, they don't spin. And yet even Solomon in all his glory is not arrayed like these lilies. And so if God has done this for the fowl, for the birds and for the lilies, how much more does he want to do for us? Overcoming fear, worry, and insecurity today here on In Grace. At the end of the program, I'm going to tell you how you can get a free map of the Exodus. We have a brand new series called Exodus Found, and we went on a journey through Egypt and Saudi Arabia. We went diving in, I think, the real point of the parting of the Red Sea, and I want to share this adventure with you so you can, at the end of the program, learn how you can get the video series. We have a beautiful canvas print of Moses parting the Red Sea and a map. The map is absolutely free, Exodus Found. I would love for you to get these great resources that will really help Build your faith on what the Bible says because there's a lot of evidence that God, uh, when he said it, it actually happened. And so that will also help you overcome worry and fear and insecurity when you realize how big God is and how much he cares for us like he cared for Israel. So we'll tell you more about that at the end of today's program. But now let's hear from the word of God. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 6. So we won't be able to get rid of our fears entirely, but I'll tell you this. We can allow the Lord to help us not give in to fear. When we're in those situations, do what we did. Say, Lord, we need your help. Uh, We've messed up. We didn't plan as we should have. I want you to help us. And you know what he does? He does. The famous general, George Patton, had a, a famous line. He said, courage is fear holding on a minute longer. Just hold on a minute longer. That's what courage is. So if you trust the one standing next to you, in spite of your fear, you are on the path to victory. I'm reminded of this story I've told before, but I absolutely love it. There was once a tiger that was out on a hunt for prey. And to his fortune, he catches a fox. But the fox, trying to get out of the jam, said to the tiger, you will not eat me. And the reason is this. God made me Lord over all the animals of the jungle. If you eat me, you will disobey the order of God. If you don't believe me, 
then just walk behind me through the jungle and you'll see all the rest of the animals fear me. And so they did walk along the jungle. And sure enough, all the animals scurried away when they saw the tiger following the fox. When you have those fears, remember the power of God with you, right behind you, right, right next to you. you Got to remember that. You will never overcome fear on your own, but you have the, the great God of the universe with you. Don't forget that. You're not in the battle alone. With the power of God on your side, you cannot be defeated. Matthew 6, 27 will continue. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto, unto his stature? A cubit is around 18 inches. I remember playing basketball. I'm definitely not built for basketball, but when you're in a small school with one sport, you're going to play basketball. And I loved it. I enjoyed it. It is my favorite sport that I can't play anymore. I don't know if I ever could, but I don't anymore. But I remember those times on the basketball court that I just thought, oh, if I could just be not 18 inches taller, but one inch taller, that's all I need. Maybe two, maybe three inches. It would just be so helpful. Have you ever wished you could be taller? If you're tall, I'm guessing you've wished you could be shorter. As a matter of fact, I met a man, the biggest man I've ever met in my entire life. He's a giant of a man, and I'm not a small guy, but I look like a little child next to this Fijian. The biggest man I've ever met. And he's not just tall, he's big. It, it looks like a Photoshop. That is the most amazing, amazing thing I've ever thought. But you know what he said? He said, listen, I, I travel around. He actually uh, brings the gospel to different places using his, his, uh, his height and his size to draw crowds, and he certainly does. And uh, he said, you know what? My knees are always hurting. My, my joints are always hurting. I can bear, I, how does he fit even in first class, you know? Don't ever wish for something that God kind of did for you. You know, you, don't waste your brain power on wishing you were taller, shorter, whatever. Just say, Lord, I thank you for what you've done, okay? So many of those things that we're worried about, insecure about, uh, the way I look, the way I sound, or whatever those things are, you're wasting your brain power because it's the way God made you. And just say, Lord, I'm okay with that. With whatever, whatever that is, trust him with that, okay? Because you're not going to be able to add any height to your stature by just worrying about it. God has determined some of these things, and we need to be okay with that. Look at Matthew 6, 28. And why take ye thought for raiment? That's clothing. Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin, yet... I say unto you that even Solomon, in all of his glory, Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel, they say when he reigned, silver was as common as rocks. You know how you probably won't bend down to pick up a penny? How many of you will bend down to pick up a penny? And you'll stay down to see what else is down there. Okay, a few of you will. It's really dumb to pick up, pick up a penny anymore, right? 
You say, well, what if it's a 19 whatever? You know, I don't know. But silver, they, they didn't make anything out of silver because silver was so abundant in Solomon's day. Think of the glory of Solomon. Gold everywhere. And Jesus said that the lily had so much more glory than Solomon. That even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. While climbing what could be Mount Sinai, we didn't see a whole lot of things growing. It's a very dry and arid area. But as we got to a certain altitude, suddenly we started to see flowers, which is really amazing. Now, you could easily walk right by them because you're gasping for air, things like that. You're trying to live, not fall. And I don't know why we don't stop more and admire flowers. Why don't we? The closer you look, the more amazed we are at what God just does. Why would God create a flower? Because he's great, he's powerful, he's mighty. Yeah, but he has a flair for art and beauty and color, doesn't he? And you know, anytime you have any type of artistic ability and desire, that comes from God. Study what God does. Study creation. Study the flower. Look at it. Meditate on it. Jesus said, consider the lilies of the field and how beautiful they are and how much more glorious they are than Solomon and all his gold and all his, his building abilities. Think about that. The creator that made you a very special person. You are so much more important to God than a bird or a flower. Think about that. Next time you have a worry, next time you have a fear, next time you have an insecurity, think about how much God cares about you. These are Jesus' words. Matthew 6.30. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, O ye of little faith? Think about that. There's a missionary to India. He is also a, a prolific writer, and he wrote these words. His name is Dr. E. Stanley Jones. I am inwardly fashioned for faith, not fear. Fear is not my native land. Faith is. I am so made that worry and anxiety are sand in the machinery of life. Faith is the oil. I live better by faith and confidence than by fear, doubt, and anxiety. In anxiety and worry, my being is gasping for breath. These are not my native air. But in faith and confidence, I breathe freely. These are my native air. Now you say, oh, I wish that were true of me. Well, it can be true of you. The next time you start to get anxious or worried or fearful, think about the fact that you are made for faith and not fear. Don't let fear gum up the machinery. You say, well, if this is natural, and if this is the way I should be, how come it isn't always? Because we lose focus. 
we lose perspective of what is true. And what is true, if God is on your side, no one can stand against you. You don't have anything to fear. You say, well, how do I know God's on my side? Well, you have to put your faith in him, your trust in him one time. And when you do that, you're born again. You're born again. You're a child of God that will never change. Now, it behooves you to stay close to him, to walk close to him, to spend time with him every day in fellowship. Because then when you're in trouble, he's there, right there to help you. Embark on a journey to explore the inspiring story of the Exodus within grace. Call now for your free Exodus map, 800-78-GRACE. This map depicts the route of the Israelites during their escape from Egypt. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and our brand new video series, Exodus Found, where Jim Scudder Jr. retraces the Exodus in Egypt and Saudi Arabia diving into the Red Sea to uncover evidence of the miraculous crossing. For those giving $250 or more, you will get the complete Exodus package, the map, the video series, and a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. And from now until the end of the year, a generous donor will be doubling all gifts. To get these limited-time exclusive materials, call 800-78-GRACE or visit ingraceradio.com or write to Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. There was a four-year-old afraid of the dark and her mom turned out the light and the child got a glimpse of the full moon. And the child says, Mom, is the moon God's light? The mom says, yes. The next question, will God ever put out his light and go to sleep? And the mother replied, no, God does not sleep. And the child says in her innocence, well, as long as God is awake, there's no sense in both of us staying awake. Isn't that amazing? You have a God that doesn't slumber, doesn't sleep, who's there ready to help you all the time, all the time. There's an early church father, John Chrysostom, and he was going to be exiled. And the, uh, the empire was very upset about any Christian, especially the leader that he was. And as they were telling John of his exile, he said these famous words, what can I fear? Will it be death? But you know that Christ is my life and that I shall gain by death. Will it be exile? But the earth is all its fullness, is the Lord's. Will it be the loss of wealth? But we brought nothing into the world, and we carry nothing out. Thus all the terrors of the world are contemptible in my eyes. I smile at its good things. Poverty I do not fear. Riches I do not sigh for. Death I do not shrink from. Now that's not necessarily the words you're going to have if you ever face his situation, but these are still truths. We need to think that way. We need to think that way to live as Christ, but to die as gain. We don't have to fear that anymore, do we? We don't have to fear poverty because Jesus told the, the Christians in Sardis that although they were poor, they were really rich. If God is going to supply all our needs according to his riches, 
and, and mercies, then we don't have to fear these things anymore. And if these things happen to us, it's not really that big a deal. It's, it's, if these things happen to us as we're walking with the Lord, it's something he must have allowed. And he allowed it for our good. So why don't we just take that as our attitude and say, hey, I trust the Lord in this. Yeah, I'm naturally fearful. I'm naturally worried. I'm naturally scared. I'm naturally insecure about this. But I serve a great God who cares about me. He cares about birds. He cares about flowers. He cares about grass. He cares about me a lot more. And he is going to get me through this. I trust him that he's allowing this for my good. And you will have your, your life oiled with faith and not fear. My friends, can you overcome worry, fear, and insecurity? The answer is, with the Lord, absolutely yes. And more on this next time. But have you received by faith Jesus? Have you uh, been el eliminated that great fear, that fear of death, that fear of hell? Well, the Bible says that we are sinners. What does that mean? That means we've broken the law. The law was given on Mount Sinai. The Ten Commandments. Now, we already had the law in our lives before the Ten Commandments. We innately know it's wrong to steal, but it was, it was written down by God himself. And as God was writing down these commandments, we were breaking the commandment of worshiping false gods. And we also were able to find a natural stone altar with carvings of cows right there at the base of Mount Sinai. I'll share more of this with you down the road, but we were breaking the law as God was giving it. Moses came down, broke the tablets. God gave it to us again. The law we cannot keep. And by the way, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus added to the law, you know, the law said don't don't lust and commit adultery. Jesus said, if you lust upon a woman, you've committed adultery. If you've hated someone, you've committed murder. So we thought, well, I've never killed anybody, so I'm okay. No, you probably have heart murdered someone, okay? We've all broken the law. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. The glory of God is perfection. We've missed the mark by a mile, by a thousand miles. That's our situation. Become as a child. Understand that, admit that, realize that. You are hopeless in and of yourselves. I am too. That's why Jesus came. He's God in the flesh, predicted from the time of the first sin that he would come. It was already the plan of God. And he came at a certain place, a certain time as predicted. He lived perfect, never once sinned. If you really want to study how you should act, read about Jesus. But yet he was crucified he was nailed to a cross. He wasn't murdered. No one killed him because he was a, a willing sacrifice. That same mountain range that Abraham was willing to offer Isaac. And then there was a ram caught in the thicket in thorns. Thorns on that ram's head. The picture of Jesus. Both the sacrifice and you see the resurrection there too. Isaac being freed from bondage. So Jesus died. He was put into a dark tomb, sealed. And in three days, 
rose again. And he's alive. He's alive. And he wants to save you. And how can I be saved? Well, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, any of you, believeth in him. What does the word believe mean? It means to trust, to depend in. Not your works, not your religion, not your goodness. Be as a child and say, I can't save myself, but I believe in him. In who? In Jesus. These are Jesus' words in John 3. So whoever believes in him, trusts in him, shall not perish, but have what? Everlasting life. Perish is hell. Everlasting life is heaven. It's a real simple thing. If you'll put your full trust in Jesus and him alone, you'll be saved today, tomorrow, and forever. And that won't change. You say, well, what if I mess up? You will, but he saved you already. He paid for all of your sins on the cross, not just your past sins, not your present. He paid for all of your sins. And if you'll trust in him according to what he said, you'll be saved. You say, it can't be that simple. I have to do something. Just in case you think that, here's another passage in Ephesians 2. For by grace are you saved through what? Faith. Okay? The word believe in John 3.16, the word faith in Ephesians 2.8, same Greek word, one's a noun, one's a verb. You're saved through faith. It's not of ourselves. It is a what? Gift of God. If you accept a gift, it's free, right? And all you have to do is accept the gift. It's a gift of God. It's not of works. No one will be boasting. No one will stand at the gate of heaven and say, I deserve to be here. We'll all say, I don't deserve to be here, but by the grace of God. Have you accepted the grace of God? Have you become as a child, humbled yourself to say, I can't save myself? I put my trust in Almighty God, Jesus, who came and lived and died and rose again. I trust in him. I trust in what he's done for me on the cross, paying for my sins. And you can do that right now. Don't delay. Don't let another minute pass. You say, I'm struggling with this, or I just want to know if this is true. I just gave it to you from the Bible. So you're not trusting me. You're not trusting this church. You can, you can trust the word of God, though. And so what it says. And so I've received it by faith. I don't have to be afraid. Now, sometimes I still am. I'm still afraid sometimes in my life, but I don't need to be because the God that created the mountains, the God that created the seas, the God that created the, the vastness of space loves me more than anything. If you'd like to talk to someone, call us at 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. And maybe you have questions about eternal life, about something we talked about today. We would love to hear from you. Or go anytime to our website, day or night, ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. And while you're there, I want you to look up the resources that we have right now. A really awesome brand new video series called Exodus Found, where I take a film crew and my brother-in-law and we go over to Egypt and we retrace the route of the Exodus. There's been a lot of debate on where they went, where they crossed. Did it really happen? Was it as big as God says it was? And we said, we're going to go check it out. We're going to go dive into the Red Sea. We're going to look for evidence. And I'm going to take you on this epic journey of the Exodus, the route of the Exodus, the crossing of the Red Sea. And we call it Exodus Found, the video series. 
When you give a gift of $35 or more to InGrace, we're going to thank you by sending you Exodus Found, the full four-part video series. And we're going to send a free map called Exodus Found. The map on the front side shows you the route that we took, the route that I think the children of Israel took as they got out of Egypt. And then on the other side is a chart full of great information, scripture references, and the archaeology that we found. So that's free the Exodus Found map, the video series and the map is $35 or more. And then we would love to also tell you about a canvas print. It's a beautiful four color print of Moses parting the Red Sea. You're gonna really wanna hang this on your wall and that's for a gift of $250 or more. Right now, your gift is gonna be doubled and we have a matching gift challenge going on. I'd like to hear from you today. Call now for your free Exodus map, 800-78-GRACE. When you give $35 or more, you'll receive the Exodus map and the video series, Exodus Found. For gifts of $250 or more, you will also receive a beautiful, exclusive 16 by 20 canvas print showcasing the miraculous Red Sea crossing. Also, a generous donor is matching all gifts until the new year. Call 800-78-GRACE. Visit ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace, P.O. Box 9. Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.